Welcome to The Safety Plan, the show where I cover the latest cyber scam and how to avoid it on LCC Connect. Voices, vibes, vision. I'm Paul Schwartz, and I'm happy that you are here. Let's do this. Ah, this morning, my daughter was singing um, this song by Fleetwood Mac uh, called Landslide. And now the song is stuck in my head. I guarantee you've heard of it. I took my love and I took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around and I saw my reflection in the snow-covered hills till the landslide brought me down. Well, okay, but it's okay. So my kid was singing it with cybersecurity words. It went something like this. I started my computer, but it was locked. And I saw ransomware and it was quickly encrypting till the antivirus stopped the malware. <laughs> well, geez. Uh, obviously, the college has allowed me budgetless artistic freedom on this show, and I will take advantage of that position. So welcome to the Safety Plan Show. Here's the format. I will describe a real-world cyber scam like phishing or malware, identity theft, a Nigerian print scheme, IRS imposter scam, scareware, one of the many, many, many other cyber scams, and I will then explain why it could happen to you. And finally, I will explain how to protect yourself so it doesn't happen to you. So why should you listen to the safety plan episodes? First, as a leader, I want to share my cybersecurity knowledge with you so that you, that you can hopefully grow, learn and grow and become inspired by it. Second, a community knowledgeable on cyber scams will not fall for them in the future. And third, if people start practicing good cyber practices in their lives and at home, then they practice those same skills at work, which makes your business or company or local community college more secure. Win, win, and win. So I am Paul Schwartz. I work at Lansing Community College as the Director of Information Security. I coordinate security issues for the college. Things like data breach coordination, account compromise investigations, vulnerability scanning of our network, reviewing emails for legitimacy, implementing projects to improve the college security, proactive phishing our employees and training them in on security and many, many other security tests. I've worked in cybersecurity for 28 years, including 20 years in the Air Force before ending up at Lansing Community College. I drive a vehicle with doors that close with the click of a button, so people think I know stuff, which proves I am smart. SM. RT smart. Okay, it's now time for the cyber scarily roundup. Let's focus on today's topic, how to read website addresses. Fish emails usually contain links to websites that contain malware or ask you for your credentials. The links are often hidden behind welcoming text or images, such as a click here button that will encourage you to click on that link. It's very easy to, to make the text say one thing but the link to point somewhere else. Before opening any email link or website link, the first step is to hover your mouse over the image or the link without clicking on it. Now this will reveal a pop-up box that will reveal the true website that it will go to. Let's look at two um, you know, website addresses. We call those embedded URLs. The URL stands for uniform resource locator. A URL is nothing more than the address to a given unique resource on the web. In this example I'm going to talk about, we have two buttons that say click here. 
but behind them are two different website addresses. Although these two links or these two pictures of click here look exactly the same, one could lead to a legitimate site, say like LCCEDU, while the other one could lead to someplace different. And, you know, in my example, it goes to malware.com, so a bad site. And so even though that, say, the text or the picture looks exactly the same behind it, that, that address, that's where it gets uh, tricky. Okay, so this goes to show you that the text or picture on your computer screen has nothing to do with where that embedded link leads. If it's a phishing email, the visible text or picture will be just part of the scam. It's there to fool you. So ignore it and find the real target of the link. Okay, so now that you've hovered over that picture or that text and it brings up that little pop-up box that gives you the true address of the link, the next step is to be able to tell if it's a legitimate destination web address from a, you know, a fake one using this rule, the second to last dot and first slash rule. Okay, second to last dot and first slash rule. So what this means is when you look at that URL or that web address, ignore anything that comes before the second to last dot in the web address when reading it from right to left from the first slash and ignore whatever comes after that first slash. Uh, in the address. Okay, so let's let's talk through this address. Uh, it starts with HTTPS. Now that stands for Hypertext Transfer Protocol. And that's just the communication protocol that goes between your browser and that web server to push up and bring down the website. Now here it is, colon slash slash www.google.com slash search Fleetwood Mac landslide lyrics, which is what I look for to get the lyrics to the Fleetwood Mac song. Okay, so that's the URL. Now the second to last dot would be that dot google.com. So that dot between www and Google, that's the dot. And then the first single slash would be after www.google.com slash and then search Fleetwood Mac so, so, so forth. So that's the demarcation here that we're going to look for to identify the root domain name. Okay, and that's the real address. Criminals can't modify that root domain name. And that's what comes after the second to last dot, but before the first slash. It is the only part of the website address that scammers can't change. So they could change stuff before and stuff after it, but that root domain name cannot be changed. And so that's the way to establish whether it's legit or not. So in my example, it's google.com. And simply the root domain of Walmart is walmart.com and Facebook is facebook.com. And at Lansing Community College, it's lcc.edu. Criminals try to disguise their own scam site as a legitimate one by creating similarly named domains and hoping that it's good enough to fool you. So in my example, instead of google.com, it might be google.com.org or google.co.co or google.web, hoping to trick you into thinking that you're actually going to google.com. So it's your job to understand which site you're going to. And if you don't know the real site you're going to, what I recommend is going to just coincidentally a search engine like google.com and searching for the name, say Pepsi. And, and in the search results, it'll show you the legitimate site, which is probably pepsi.com. And so then you would know, well, when I go to Pepsi every time, it's not pepsi.web or pepsi.co or pepsi.whatever. Um, and so you'll be able to recognize the true root domain and know you're going to legitimate address from a fake one. Say if a fish got sent to you, pretending to be a promotion card from Pepsi, giving you a free case of Pepsi-Cola, uh, but the link says it goes to Pepsi.gov, you know, 
that would be a red flag to know not to click on that link and potentially get, uh, you know, malware compromise or account compromise. For criminals, it's not difficult to set up a fake web address. For only a few dollars, anyone can register an unused domain name in a matter of minutes. Merely having a website address that looks like a real company's name is no guarantee at all. If you have any doubt as to the authenticity of a web address, the best course of action is to not open the link by clicking on it in an email, but find the site in a browser through a bookmark or a separate Google search for the real site. If you are unsure of the link, you can scan the link for safety by right-clicking on the link and selecting Copy Hyperlink, and then opening up a browser and going to virustotal.com or hybrid-analysis.com in that browser, and then paste the link into those for a review. Now, those sites uh, run the URL or that website address through a whole bunch of different antivirus products and a whole bunch of different um, scanning vulnerability type um, analysis and lets you know whether that link is malicious uh, or phishing or suspicious or if it's legitimate. All right. Well, that's a wrap of today's safety plan episode. If you have any questions or have been a victim of a cyber scam, tell me about it by emailing lcc-connect at lcc.edu. Or you can find more info and past episodes of the safety plan on the internet at lcc.edu connect. This episode of the safety plan was recorded by Paul Schwartz in the TLC Tower in downtown Lansing Community College and produced by Lane Ingram and engineered by Big D Dedalian. I'm Paul Schwartz, and this is LCC Connect, voices, vibes, vision. So long.